Twice. So then, welcome to the Going Once Podcast, the Very number one fantasy football going. podcast in Brunswick, Ohio. I'm Scotty. I'm joined by Mitch. Hello. And Spencer. Mazel tov. We got the tight end. That was a nice change. Um, I try to change it up every time. We got. I a, said howdy a lot last year. I'm going to try change it up every time. I've changed it up maybe twice, and I yelled at you one of the times. I know. So I think I you know. said howdy every time. I say it a, a couple different ways. We got the tight end rankings today. Um, so going to go through the... It's um, a new year, man. Uh, the top tight ends we have uh, ranked. Um, as always, uh, make sure to give us a like and a follow on uh, TikTok and Instagram at the Going Once Podcast on TikTok and Going Once or the Going Once Podcast on Instagram. I don't even know. Just look it up. You'll find it. <laughs> it has our same podcast logo on it. It's fine. Um, it should pop up. It's very popular. <laughs> So after a little bit of a break, we are back, and um, we are going to start off with tight ends, and the number one tight end for the sixth or seventh consecutive year is Travis Kelsey. Yay. I thought you were going to pass out there from the breath. Yeah. You were, like, not breathing. I was I was curious what was yeah, happening. Big surprise. Then. You know, Travis Kelsey is the number one guy. Yeah. You know, eventually he's going to be... The number the two. Number <laughs> say and then maybe the number three. <laughs> and then he'll stay like that for the next ten years. Like, yeah, it, it just it's locked in like this until he shows any sign of um, decay, which is just not happening at all. And he's trying to feed it. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, interesting word choice. All right. Yeah. Uh, decay. Decline. Decay. There you go. Declines then. But, yeah, I mean. The, he's uh, dissolving. The only, only tight end with 1,000 <laughs> yards last year. Um only one uh, guy came close to him and t- came close to him in touchdowns, and that was uh, Kittle. So I mean, it's it's basically just a lock. Like I mean, he he won last year by almost a hundred points. So <laughs> that'll do it. You could I think you could take away his touchdowns, and he's still the number one guy. Yeah, I was looking at these numbers today, and uh, they're kind of stupid. That's seventy. Yeah, that'd be seventy-two points. You could take away from him, he'd still be the number one. Uh, <laughs> that is hysterical. The number one guy. And this doesn't throw show in if he threw a touchdown, so that could be a little bit. But either way, like, I think uh, he did. I think yeah, whatever happens with it, yeah, you can take away I think all he his threw touchdowns. Threw a touchdown against me. I because I think I'm. Uh, I don't remember. I think uh, even if he goes down to like a thousand yards, I think he's gonna get like over ten touchdowns guaranteed all the time. Like because they just they don't have the the, the running game. Like they don't they don't run in the red zone. Their red zone. They have wide receivers. To, they throw to Kelsey in the red zone. Well, they do. Yeah. They do, they do uh, end arounds to, like, you know, basketball. They had Miko Hardman. He's gone. What are they going to do? They're going to break Tony's Tony, hand. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But with him, yeah, he's obviously the number one tight end there. Uh, the price-wise of him, I got him at uh, I got him at 50 bucks. I, I can understand if people want to go up a little bit higher with him, but I don't see it being able to go to the $60 range for it. I, he's really good, but, like, I think you can get – the discounted version of them in either like Andrews, Hawkinson, Pitt, or Kittle, and it, it it'll work out for the most part for it without having to break the break the bank. Yeah, I mean, I love Kid or Kelsey, but I'm a little hesitant to spend all this money, even though he's probably going to be the tight end one again. Um, I don't know. There's a couple of guys I would take for cheaper, but the list is very short, so it's probably a Kittle, Andrews. Yeah, that's about. It. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would. Oh, I would really, that, I'd, I'd only spend on Kelsey. Everyone else is going to be a deal. Yeah. So that's why I think that's where it goes there. I think in the draft capital wise, though, if I'm actually doing like a 
three draft league. That's Dude. where I get into like a weird spot with Dude, like he can't, where like, I want If he's him. going as the fifth pick, I just can't take him. I just can't do it. No, I can't do fifth pick, but I, I think will encourage everyone else to do it. So ah, you get better picks. I got him right now at I got to pick. I got him at pick nine right now hey, for me. We haven't gotten to that show yet. What the heck? So I'm just saying, just overall, like where I would think I would grab Spoilers. him. So we're we're talking about where we're drafting him there. So I'm thinking right around like I'm thinking of the nine spot there. There's a couple of wide receivers I get a, before him, but going right around that turn is like kind of important to grab him. Would so, you take Hill or Kelsey? I have Hill over Kelsey. Okay. But that's where the actual line is. Would you so. take, yeah, okay, I would take Hill as well. Okay, I'm taking Kelsey in the second round. Yeah. Just refuse to take him. <laughs> <laughs> if I have the wheel, I'm definitely take it. Yeah, it's going to be hard not to, honestly, at the wheel spot. But yeah, it's going to be... Yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot to say. It's Travis Kelsey. He's going to be awesome. No. Yeah. Um, going into our tight end number two, um, it is uh, Mark Andrews. I got him ranked at three, and Spencer and Mitch both at two. Um, another guy that just is a target machine uh, when he's out on the field. Um, I mean, last year he, just, I mean, he had he kind of had like an off year, and he was still like playing amazing. Well, that was without a uh, not off year, but he was playing without Lamar. So Lamar coming back there, he's probably going to come back and get a yeah, lot. You don't more want to talk there. about his second half of the season. Don't talk about his second half. Yeah, I'm he seeing... he was good by default because he played. <laughs> so well, that's the uh... Tyler Huntley. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, I still like Mark Andrews because, one, they're going to pass more, and he's like, he is the one on the team. They're, like he, I, Just like the Chiefs, it's like, there is no wide receiver that is better than Mark Andrews on this team. So Mark Andrews is going to be the one. If they pass more, Andrews is going to get more targets. And it doesn't matter if Lamar sucks at throwing, he's going to get more targets, and that's good for Mark Andrews. Are you concerned about the OBJ, Flowers, no. Bateman I am not trio. worried about OBJ. Okay. I am not. I, I was, it wasn't specifically one person. I was grouping them all together. I mean, I, I, I doubt one of them. I am especially not worried about uh, OBJ. But I doubt one of them becomes better than Mark Andrews in the first year. Like, Zay Flowers, I mean, he could be. Or even Bateman. If they play a whole year and they get, like, a whole year development next year, mm-hmm. they could be like, okay, this is the guy. This is the real one now. He's the, he's younger. He's faster. He's better. Like. But there's – who would project that? <laughs> like a crazy – I mean, I don't know. But I'm also, like, worried – I'm not I'm not pessimistic about the Ravens, but you can probably call me that. I just – I think Andrew's going to be great, but, like, there's definitely a world where he's not the greatest. I think there's the only world where he doesn't isn't good is where he's hurt. What about Lamar? I mean, Lamar could suck. But, I'm just saying, but if, yeah, the if it's hurt. Huntley it's, again, it comes down to that. If you get Huntley for like four games, you're gonna have a top five tight end, no matter what. Yeah, but he wasn't that good with Huntley. But he was top five. Yeah, but that he was top five. Okay. Like if you're so you're telling me you're mad that the worst case is top five. No, that, that's, no, that's no, what you're no, mad. No. That's what you're giving me the grumpiness no, about well, right now. When you okay, when you draft him at two, because he's the tight end two off the board. Yeah. Yeah, I just think there might be other guys. I don't know. So you're gonna take Hawkinson. No. It's okay. You could, <laughs> no, I'm taking, you're taking Kittle with I'm taking the Kittle or Pitts. Weapon? I'm probably taking Kittle or Pitts. Well, Pitts is falling forever, so I'm yeah. cool with Pitts, but yeah, Kittle's a weird one. Yeah, I know, but yeah, he's one of the most targeted tight ends. Because I feel like, with, just spoiler, we're going to talk about Hawkins next, but like I feel like you're drafting him at his ceiling and not his floor, and that's just too rich for my blood. For Hawkinson, yeah. Yeah, for Hawkinson. Um, yeah, well, we can get into that, too. We can kind of group them both together there, because they're, they're pretty much equal in my eyes. Um I got Hawkinson at two. 
uh, Spencer has him at three and Mitch at three. So we're all we have the consensus for the top three tight ends there. I think there's not really a question. Uh, there is, I think Kittle can get thrown into the mix there, but Kittle has had some just injuries and like when he's playing, he's the number two tight end out there. He arguably can be the number one, but he just doesn't play as much and just bad things happen to him. All the, the 49ers time. have not had a season where everything theoretically goes right ever. That team has too much talent also. <laughs> yeah. And also if, uh, you know, if it's <laughs> heaven forbid they use their first round pick when they traded a thousand picks for Trey Lance. Uh, it's good. All the passing options are going to be highly questionable. And uh, Brock Purdy, do we know? Is he he's supposed to start week one, right? But it's no guarantee. No, I think Trey Lance is supposed to start week one. Sam Darnold's supposed to start week one. <laughs> uh, Brock Purdy, I believe. I think if Brock Purdy gets healthy, he's going to play week one. But I think right now it is Trey Lance. Okay. Honestly, I think it could be. I think it's like a 50-50 shot on any of those guys. And I know that math doesn't work out, but all three of those guys have a 50-50 chance. 30-30-30. Like, I, I wouldn't be shocked if any of them started week one. So they could just stick with... Um, I just don't know what's going to happen. Christian McCaffrey doing it. Who knows? That's the I don't know. Game. They didn't score like any points doing that. So I don't know if that's the solution. But with uh, TJ Hawkinson, I mean, he had 129 targets last year. And, like, the start of that season was at... Uh, line so like he's gonna keep picking it back up he showed a very good connection early on with Kirk Cousins and Kirk Cousins likes to throw with Dalvin Cook being off the team now I don't feel like they can have as much of a run game they're still Alexander Madison I think is gonna be good but he's gonna they're gonna be throwing the ball a ton now in I like Jordan Addison as well like we were talking about but he's definitely the number two guy like easily on this team and if he gets that safe it's not even close to KJ Osborne, so. I mean, we've seen KJ Osborne be good in the NFL. That's a, my only point. Like, I, mean, I, don't, just a, a, I don't have, I'm not that strong feeling about this either way, but I'm just like, KJ Osborne's been good in the league. How good, though? Like, I mean, he had games last year where he was relevant. I, I mean, I, I agree that he's not the worst player, but I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the odds of him being the fourth target on this team are extremely high. That's fair. That's how I feel about KJ. I, I don't think he's a bad player. I think he's going to get a contract for, you know, another team, and then maybe if they don't like him, he'll get traded. Like, he'll get chances, but, like, I don't think he matters at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Like, Addison and Hawkinson, like, unless Madison's, like, really, really Garbaggio, I don't think they're Addison gonna... or Madison? Madison. Okay. Because, well, if Madison sucks completely, they're not going to be able to run at all. So mm-hmm. they're going to – Yeah, Osborne's going to be more relevant by force. But, yeah, I, I don't – I think he's going to be the fourth player in this team. He might ruin a couple players for like a weeks for you, but who cares? <laughs> who cares? Yeah, and I will say well, one of that one that really good week was when they were down by a, a ton, and it just didn't even. It looked like it wasn't going to matter for a little I bit. I know, but the, he had to stretch like the second half of the season or last like what was that eight seven eight games where he was relevant almost every week except one. He had a decent amount of catches, but I mean he didn't have over. He only had oh, he had two hundred yard games, which that's really good. Then only one other one over sixty. Yeah, we caught touchdowns. Yeah, that's I mean that's fair. No, that's like that was when Adam Thielen was out, like or not healthy or just being old and yeah, sucking. But I so. see T.J. Hawkinson kind of doing the kind of going into the Adam Thielen role. Just yeah, but this was with this catch. was on the same team. Like K.J. Osborne did this in the current makeup. Just the only difference is now Thielen's gone. That Addison is in. Yeah, but they brought in Hawkinson midseason and they drafted this guy. They could like they get a full made, season with them. You would not have made two pass catching acquisitions if Osborne was this good. I mean, 
yeah. I guess, but like they did. That's high draft Osborne, capital. Or, blue. High draft capital. Hawkinson was mid-season. High draft. It actually was only week two. It was week two. Uh, week no. three got no, drafted. No, no, no. He played Detroit week three. No. I'm looking at this right now. No, he was not. Is Detroit? He was. Hawkinson was in Detroit for at least like six, seven weeks. Yeah, I, 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 he can't play Detroit. I'm looking I at the schedule th- right now. Okay, it's I don't did. think you're correct. Yeah. You're wrong, Scotty. <laughs> I'll bet you $200 right now he was not I'm just in Minnesota week three. I know. I, I think they might have an error. <laughs> November 1st. So it's definitely not week three. I don't know what week that turns into, but November 1st he got traded to the Vikings. It's like maybe. It's like week seven, eight. No, that's not that far. Yes, it is. September, October. November. That's yeah. two weeks. That's two months. Yeah, all right. This is weird out here. Maybe they just put they this probably into... just put the Viking schedule on. Yeah, that can make sense. Like they just don't have a thing that uh, separates them like that. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, I just think there's. These... Oh wait, I'm on KJ Osborne. That's my bad. Oh. I never switched it back. I could have made $200. (coughs) Anyway, I just think there's a... Because, like... (laughs) Are you good now? Can I talk? I was going to wait for you to talk. Okay. (laughs) I just think there's a greater than 0% chance that, like, KJ could have... Could be more... Not more relevant than Addison, but, like... We haven't seen Addison in the NFL. That's all I'm saying. Then he won't matter. If Osborne is more relevant than Addison, Addison will not matter, and it'll be those three. Like, yeah, but Addison, like those two Addison are the ones is currently play. not doing in training camp. Like, he's currently either hurt or not with the team. But okay. anyway, this whole we're, we're going back to the wide receivers now. We're sticking with the Hawkinson, though. I just said I said Hawkinson is the guaranteed number two. Is <laughs> I don't want to talk about Hawkinson. That's why I brought this whole debate up. <laughs> so, Hawkinson is the, just the guaranteed number two. No matter what happens to the other guys there, he's going to be locked in. I mean, he had, I'm struggling stat-wise, he had 129 targets last year. Like, that is, uh, technically it was more than Mark Andrews, but, like, Mark Andrews only had 15 games, so I gave uh, him the benefit of the doubt there. But, uh, 86 catches. He almost had a thousand yards. Like, See, I, I really think with Kirk Cousins and stuff like that in the Vikings, he's gonna get a thousand yards this year, like very easily. I touched out. Oh, I don't, I I don't can't think very easily. That's what. That's the thing. That's the line I wanted to bring up. I wanted to discuss that. Okay. A thousand yards. Yeah, because it's like so. Jeff's gonna get like 1600, and then so now Kirk has like 30, 3,000 something to go around. Yeah. I mean. Yes, Kirk Cousins throwing for five thousand yards this season would not shock me at all. Yeah, that's, Dude, oh, I just can't. I, it makes my skin. Be the second time. I just want to point out, like looking at uh, Hagen's game log, he got more targets in Detroit than he did in Minnesota. I understand now he's going to be the full fledged number two target, but like besides a week one, which I don't know why he only got one target, he went 12, 16, 9, 8, 6, 6, 9, 10, 9. And I understand once you get traded to the new team, it takes a little bit to like you gotta get accustomed to the new system, and all that. But when he got traded to Minnesota, it was four five four twelve four seven seven. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like it's a new with a new season with him coming into play. He's gonna be. They have the whole off season to kind of like come together. I think he showed that he wants to be the number one guy there. Um, like I said, he finishes tight end number Wait, two in fantasy. Showed he wants to be the number one guy. What? Uh, he well, he wants to get the targets. Like he wants to get. The he's targets hungry. Yeah. Like, he obviously, he's not beating Justin Jefferson out. I was just like, hold the hold the phone. And like, like Jefferson is obviously like just gonna keep getting covered. So like it's gonna leave Hawkinson open there. I, I have I really think Hawkinson has a lock at a thousand yards this season. I, 
I just I, I can't get behind that. I just think I he's like, good. Good. I, I definitely don't want to say lock. I think there's a. I think it's solid. I'm just I'm a little worried. He just becomes like a safety blanket. Exactly. And then he just kind of gets like 900 yards again. Like if he repeats this season, like that's a top five tight end season. But I don't know if this is like again a number two season if he finishes like that exact stat line. Uh, I mean, that's not – I mean, 172 not is not too bad. Line. Let me see what happened with 172. Because um, it's like – I mean, Kittle's right there at 170. Andrews is right behind him. 170 has been – it's def, was top three last uh, – in 2021. Um, this, is, this is obviously saying, like, just hit him. I think, like, 850 is his, is his baseline. And that's three. Yards. So, like, I don't know. Like, 150 is already at the tight end three. That's pretty. Yeah, top three. It's pretty repeatable. So I, I mean, it's I have safe to be a top three tight end. I just personally, say. I think T.J. Hawkinson is going to have the the better season here. But I do have Mark Andrews and T.J. Hawkinson literally neck and neck. So like, it if T.J. Hawkinson went, I'd grab Mark Andrews, and I have them both at twenty five bucks. I think this is one of the issues with T.J. Hawkinson is you're just never going to look up T.J. Hawkinson highlights because there are none. <laughs> That's the issue with T.J. Hawkinson. He's uh, he's good. There's just no highlights. Like it's just, just I would, like this was a career year. This was his best year. And he's like two years. No, he's played. This is his fifth year in the NFL. No way. Yeah, he's been in the league four years. <laughs> he wasn't he injured like the whole whole year. Oh my gosh. Uh, he went twelve games, sixteen games, twelve games, and then he played seventeen this year. You want to know who is okay? Want to know who his comparison is on Player Profiler? Oh, is it? Uh, oh, uh, uh, Witten. All right, Scotty, you should guess. Probably Hayden Hurst. It's Travis Kelsey. See. That's not that's not the way I thought that was gonna go. <laughs> we should do this with Mark. We should we just do it with Mark Andrews just really quick. Just 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 to see. This will this will be my last point about TJ Hawkins that we can move on to the next I'll guy. The but I just want to see and if it isn't, I'll I'll, I'll drop the point. All right, who do you want who do you want to guess? Do you guys want to guess? I, like no, I just want to know. I, I, no, oh, I, I don't oh. want to guess, I just want to know. Oh. Well that's no fun. <laughs> um I'll guess um probably uh let's say Dallas Goddard. Let's go with current guy. Alright. I, I don't want to guess, I just want to know. Antonio Gates. I was. Oh, that's actually. I, good. <laughs> I know. It's good to see I thought about like, guessing him for uh, Hawkinson, but I'm like, okay. nah, he scores too many touchdowns. But anyway, I got them pretty close to each other there. I can understand it going either way there. Um, I, I'm just leaning towards. You just have so much faith in the Vikings that like makes I, my. Schedule. I have faith in the Vikings, not to, not necessarily to win. But I have faith in Vikings to throw like for two, a ton. For two years now, I have just had to hear about how much Kirk Cousins is great when he's not. It's also, just more about by the 5, way. Yards. Um, this was a funny thing uh, I found is uh, Darnold is. Projected to be the week one starter for the Niners. <laughs> I told you. I'm trying to check yardage wise. But uh, yeah, so honestly, I, I basically just talked myself into liking T.J. Hawkinson. So. Oh God. Now well, I, I said I was like his baseline <laughs> is 850, and I'm like I think he can get like five, six touchdowns. I mean, he can even get like seven touchdowns. Not move him crazy. up, move him up above Mark Andrews right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want to do that, but I definitely talked myself into liking Hawkinson a little more than I thought. So, I just think it's locked. I think Kirk Cousins is going to throw at least a thousand more yards than uh, um, Lamar. Mahomes. Yeah, Lamar. No, Lamar. <laughs> so like, if it's, you just put that thousand yards there to sprinkle around anywhere else, it's just like it's going to work out there. Sorry, Mark stop. Andrews is technically the number one target there, but they're going to run Andrews more. Is not qu- he does not have the normal tight end. So what do rules apply to him? What I want to see. What if Lamar can get to like four, like four thousand yards? He, I don't even think he has. He could get to like 35, 3,800. <laughs> I don't even think he needs to get to four. Because I don't think Lamar has not thrown for a lot of yards. I think he gets to 35 one year. Nope. 
Uh, 31 was his highest in 2019. Ouch. Yeah, so if we can get to 35, 37. Okay, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. I thought you 30, <laughs> that's why I said four. I thought he had 35. Okay, yeah. I think in the year, though, I think it was 2021, Mark Andrews had the stat with it, with had the, the yardage with them trying to see, because he basically had half his yards, is what I'm basically getting at. I, it's looking like if Lamar played all of last year, he probably would have set a new high, but I cannot. Let's it's exciting. See. I'm guess. excited to see if they pass more this year, or if it's just all smoke and mirrors. I don't know. Oh, excuse me. No, yeah, that's that, that's kind of my, why I put TJ Hawkinson above Mark Andrews. <laughs> You're wrong. Going into number, uh, <laughs> I mean, odds are ne- neither one of them are on my team next year, so I'm not really too worried about it. So. Wrong. So, I think uh, that's four. wrong. Um, <laughs> what was that? It's just, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they just don't usually fall in a spot where I want to grab them. TJ Hawkinson kind of does, but it's still like the fourth round. It's like, do I grab a quarterback or do I grab my tight end? So you want to blow like all the Vikings, you'll better. find a way. So, <laughs> yeah, if I if, like waited for Addison anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, next we got on our list, we got Kyle Pitts. I got him at uh, six, uh, Spencer at five, uh, Mitch at five. I'm just tired of getting disappointed by this guy. <laughs> tired of getting pissed. Um, like, I've never no, even got, drafted got, him, and I'm disappointed pits. by him. Like, I've never even drafted him once, but I'm just keep getting disappointed with him. I think there is – if this is his last chance of going off, or else it's just the biggest waste of time so, uh, for fantasy football of all time. It just really depends how the quarterback goes. Like, he had competent quarterback plays uh, – this is his freshman year. His rookie, rookie year. year. <laughs> and he played well. Like, last year, Mariota was, like, the worst. Like, all of the stats just say Mariota was – Host it. He could run, but that was about it. And it's like I, I can't imagine Desmond Ritter is like the greatest quarterback, but he has to be worse or better than Mariota. And so I feel like ranking him at this spot, I have him at five, and where he's going, he's going like pretty late. I feel like he's worth taking this year, but then it is kind of like the last chance. But then if Desmond Ritter sucks though. It's not the last chance. Like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna say the same thing. Well, yeah, then they keep up it's, in the quarterback. Yeah, because it's but. like. He has too much potential to not take a risk on him every year. That's why I do have him. That's why I have him ranked at sixth. I think there's – I have two other guys that I think are proven guys that at least – not necessarily going to say that they're going to be better than them, but I'm going to say that they've proven to me that they can do it or at least will put up some consistent (laughs) numbers They have the potential to do it. Yeah, and Kyle Pitts has not proven to me yet. I think Desmond Ritter has a chance to be good in the NFL – and you have the weapon. You have a good weapon with him, and you have a good running back. So you have a good tight end, good why running back. Why does he have a chance to be good in the NFL, Scott? Let's go see why. <laughs> I, I know why you think it, but why? Why? Why is he good? Why do I think? Uh, just it definitely. Is. I've played him with Madden, but like, that's not necessarily the whole reason with the two. I just saw I him. In, I was oh, watching him in Cincinnati, though. Yeah. I, I know that's what you wanted to say, but now I watched him. I saw him in Cincinnati, and I was like, I kind of liked how it was. Um, and I just don't think – I think the team's still kind of young, so I think they're wide receiver situation. But you have Drake London still. So you have Drake London, you have Kyle Pitts, and you have Bijan Robinson. This is a young team that just grow together too. I love that. And if they click – I don't necessarily want to say the Falcons could get dangerous, but that division sucks. That division absolutely <laughs> I do have a bet on for their over wins because they're, I think their over under is like seven and a half, eight and a half. Yeah, that's nice. So it's not even like – They're off and just – Plus they turned into like, an off, like a run – crazy team like they were super efficient at running and i don't think that got worse so their defense is gonna suck so i'm really hoping they just click on offense and just are awful at defense and probably because yeah. i i like their i like their offense i think they've done 
good things for football. Arthur Smith might be a little bit annoying, but I think they've done good things for their team, and I'm excited to yeah, see how it works out. Yeah, don't look at Kyle Pitts' game log from last year. It is. I didn't yeah, have him, I have so I did up. not. Uh, Player profiler makes it feel a lot better when you do, oh see the game log part's bad. Yeah, if you go to yeah, his stats, it's a little bit better. It's a little bit better. Looking at the game log, it's like yeah. 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 So, but yeah, I, for Kyle Pitts, uh, I'm still gonna pay. He's in my next range for it. Uh, I think something got changed here. I'd only pay fifteen dollars um, for oh, Pitts. Oh wow, it dropped a lot. I could not. Uh, I'd probably spend at least twenty, but that's a scary twenty dollars. I just think after he's this is the scary range of tight ends where I just feel like at this point I'm like I, honestly the first top three guys they're they're good. I, I think there's so a good there. Money. This is the the next three guys I have on my list are like the scary range where you're gonna have some really good weeks, but you're also gonna hate them at the exact same time. I don't feel like the yeah. top three guys you're really gonna hate. Um, but the, the next three guys, I feel like there's going to be weeks where you hate them. Don't worry. It's like the, with Kittle, like Kittle's facts where like Kittle's not going to play the first, like he ends up not playing five games on the season. You're like, crap. And then when he plays, he gets you all these points. You're like, oh, this guy's awesome. And then, yeah, with Pitts, same concept. It's probably going to be a really slow burn to start, and then it's good to pick up. Don't so. worry. When, when we're a couple weeks in and some tight ends have disappointed slash gotten hurt, I'll have my tight end segment to help everyone out. It'll be fine. So uh, next on our list, we <laughs> Man, got – Man, he just will not acknowledge uh, it at all. <laughs> Next on our list. I've tried to get a response out of Scotty from that for weeks, and he just doesn't <laughs> respond to me. At number five, we got uh, George Kittle. I got him ranked at five. Uh, Spencer at four. Uh, Mitch at eight. And I think that kind of describes how we've been talking about him, too. Yeah. Just, he's been a disappointing guy, but he's also been awesome at the exact same time. He got – honestly, he got more touchdowns than I remembered. Like, when I look back, I was like, wait, 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 wait a second. <laughs> Like, that is a big number. So I'm a little – I don't mind him at eight, but it's just – that team does not need George Kittle, technically. That's one of the issues. That's that, why it's kind of annoying. Yeah, and it's like that team doesn't need – Because it's not completely anybody. his fault. Exactly. And it's like I just feel like that team could really just – Christian McCaffrey's going to get his, and then all of their wide receivers or like uh, pass catchers are good enough to be involved, but they're, they're not – they don't have to force anything. Like the team's just so good, they don't have to force anything. It's whatever. Holy works. crap! He did have a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, yeah it, but it was all. Yeah, he had nine. It's all he had, uh, whatever the seven at the end of the year. It's all Purdy, boy. So six. Yeah, no seven. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, man. If Purdy just turns out to be like a good quarterback, that would be ridiculous. Like I don't. I feel like the Niners don't deserve to get away with messing up the Trey Lance pick, and they might. And it's it's weird. Yeah. But then Trey Lance also still might be amazing because like he's actually only played like. Two Twenty games. something games, like at a higher than like high school level. Yeah, like he played like one year in college, and then COVID, I think, and then he just like went to the NFL. Yeah, so I don't know. There's just yeah, there's gonna be game logs where just Kittle's just completely out of it, and he's just blocking the whole day, and that's what gets. And he doesn't care about that. Yeah, he no, doesn't he doesn't care about. I'm talking about for fantasy wise. That's why that's he it. gets a little bit. He, he does just care a little bit scary. Bit. But then same concept. You see what happened in the fantasy football playoffs last year, and he just did not miss. So it's like playoff MVP right there. If he gets hot at the right time, like he's gonna carry you wherever you need to go. You do remember the story though, like where I think Mitch, you told it, where like Kittle's like, I want to score this touchdown, but the play was ran for someone else, and you know, was, yeah, he jumped the route. He jumped the route. And he's like, I want to score this touchdown. Shanahan <laughs> was like, No, you need to run this route. Kyle, George is like, I want a touchdown. <laughs> but yeah, it's just the thing that sucks is like. Like you guys said, like he is not needed for this team, and if both Ayuk and Debo are healthy, and now Christian McCaffrey and Elijah, with Christian McCaffrey, 
Here's the, here's the issue with that. <laughs> Mitchell's going to get a bunch of carries. Oh, no I know. I'm fully aware. He's on the field. He's really good. And it's just like, why, does everyone, why is everyone good on the Niners? It's really annoying. Well, they did trade a lot of picks to get Christian McCaffrey. Which I thought, I'm like, why are you doing that? You, you, you can you can pluck a running back off the street and make him do. Yeah, but he was really good for that. Team. I know. They had Brock Purdy, who was the yeah, literally they, Mr. Uh, Irrelevant. Yeah, I, I think that's the whole reason behind them. Like, we've been plucking off these guys. We've been doing good. But maybe we actually get a running back. We might be a guy to be able to change like the scheme around to being like, we, if you pay a running back, you win. Like Maybe, yeah. Literally, Chris McCaffrey has to win for all running backs or else right. running backs are screwed. That is fair. Like, Honestly, so one of these running backs has to get Nick like, carry oh, someone. Yeah, Nick Chubb has been doing it. Too. He's been doing it, and so has Derek Henry. But Nick Chubb's like, contract's still not even that crazy compared to like all these other oh, no. running backs. He took, yeah, he was not, Right, and I think that's paid. where that line's going to come. So if that team-friendly one works out, then running backs going to start taking the Nick Chubb contract. I think the Niners might be a, uh, just, a, just a weird spot because like, their, their hand was extremely forced with the Trey Lance and Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo and all the injury situations they've had. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> It's very weird. They're just doing it because they have to, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd say that would draft George Kittle, but he does make me nervous. Especially, Where's he going? Um, I will look it up. I, I, got, the, it up I got the ADP up. I'll look at it. George Kittle, pick 58. Godwin, Lawrence, Cook. Mike Williams. Yeah, you know, it's a little bit lower, but yeah. I don't yeah. know how he still got it lower, but. I'd probably take Kittle out of those guys in that spot. <laughs> Half PPR. I don't know how it's different. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it's yeah. But it's in the same ballpark though. It's like, mm-hmm. but it's. Yeah. I don't mind taking Kittle there, but he's extremely risky. I'm gonna go. So for Pitts, I would probably go like nineteen dollars. But if I had to go to twenty, I would probably cry. But uh, I think Kittle is probably gonna be about ten bucks, and then he's probably gonna go for like. I'd go up to fifteen if I had to, but I'd probably I'd rather go for ten. <laughs> I still got I still got Kittle at fifteen. I'm still cool with that. I'd still um, spend twenty. And then. I, I could see I could guys. see going up to twenty on Kittle. I I can see it just because of the upside. Like, yeah, we have all these concerns, but like, have they, on this list of, of tight ends, it's Travis Kelsey. In terms of who can give you a big blow up game, it's Travis Kelsey number one, and the number two is George Kittle. Uh, at the end of the season, the the, the uh, tight ends that could have like fifteen hundred yards are Kelsey, Pitts, and Kittle, and that's the end of the list. Exactly. So it's like there is just built in upside that you can't touch. Yeah. Yeah. Pitts Mark Andrews did get uh, thirteen. I was gonna say, and Pitts is like, there's a lot of, there's a lot more questions about Pitts being able to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's just because he's the freak. Yeah, yeah I know. If he has no, competent play. Exactly, and we don't know if he has that. Right. So, but yeah, he just he has a little bit of the scared to me. So that's why I actually got him below, um, one below the next guy on our list who technically did screw me last year too. Uh, it is Dallas Goddard. <laughs> I got him right to four. Spencer at seven. Mitch at six. Um, I don't know. Just Eagles team was pretty good last year, and he was getting his consistent targets. And I don't think necessarily the big blow up wise side of Dallas Goddard. What I see with Dallas Goddard is just getting you that consistent points. And I don't like not worried about the ten point or the twenty thirty point blow up games. I'm just focusing on getting ten points, ten points, ten points, ten points, ten points, all the way throughout the season. Wait, how many points? Just ten. Okay. Roughly about eight. Okay. So oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I, um, I, I was lost there, but now I'm caught up. Okay. But, I mean, that's all I get. So, I mean, he gets around that 10 point. I'm looking for more of a consistency factor, and I think Dallas Goddard has that consistency factor as compared to Pitts and, um, and Kittle there. I mean, I think Goddard, he's probably in the next tier of who can give you a big game, but, like, it is definitely more sporadic. Um, 
And it's also like when he went down is kind of when Devonta Smith took off. Mm-hmm. See, that's one of my. And that's why I'm like I'm a little interested in Dallas Goddard because like if he if he held back Devonta that much, it means he's gonna come back and get a g- decent amount of his work back. Yeah. I don't know, hold back is the correct term. I, I know like that's. Just, I said that, and I'm like, that's not what I, I meant. I feel like it's just like that's he's not what a I veteran meant. guy who was like not a bad player, and then it's like he went down. I feel like Devontae Smith was like, I'm extremely good. You should give me the targets yeah. more than Goddard because I can do actual stuff with. Yeah, it. but I think he's gonna. He's still gonna get most of his. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, his game log last year. I mean, nothing crazy. His biggest game last year was 20 points. That For was a hundo. It. So, yeah, that's the only thing that happened there. So I'm not looking at him as being like he's the crazy guy, but he is what you want in a tight end of just get you points. Don't worry about getting too many points. Just get me points and don't goose egg me like Juwan Johnson does every other week. <laughs> really? We're bringing up his name when we're talking about Dallas Goddard. So I'm just talking about goose eggs, and that's the first tight end that goose eggs. Like, that is the guy. He yeah, goose egged all three guy. of us this year. Juwan, so, like, goose egg, Johnson. Yeah. That's what they call him. After two good weeks, too. Like, it wasn't even like the fact yeah. like that. So, But um, another point with him is, like, the Eagles are not going to have such a soft schedule this year, so they're going to have to actually like, play the whole like, that game. Mattered, though. Mm-hmm. Look at the Super Bowl. They played well. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> but, like, more competitive games means the players play the whole game and you get more points, potentially. Oh, okay. That's what I mean. That's it's like they with. blew out people by so many points last year. It was a bit yeah. of a college atmosphere. <laughs> so, but that's good. Could be good too. It's just the tight end factor of it. But you know, they have a lot of weapons on the team. Like I said, you have Devontae, yeah, Devontae Smith, and um, why am I blanking? AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Thank there you. you. Go. I don't know why I'm blanking on so hard. And then running back, didn't who they just they just got they DeAndre got Swift too. Swift and Rashad Penny. So they have two extremely talented running backs. Who's mm-hmm. very unlikely to play. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, it just goes in there, but I, I like it. He's never been a touchdown guy. I just like him more. I have him at the consistency factor, and that's why I will grab him um, before those two. And honestly, in ADP-wise, he's been going uh, – ADP-wise, he's going a lot lower than that. So, like, it kind of feels like a better spot to grab a, a player than uh, with, like, Kittle and stuff like that. You're not really risking too much, and you get a safe pick. Pick number 73, according to my board. Yeah. That's what I got too. So like, you're getting him in the eighth round. Like, that's a great spot to grab a tight end right now. Yeah, I like that spot. So I think it, he's just in a it's perfect a couple spot. Names I, like ahead I think of him, he's gonna get you in that. He's in that consistency yeah. range. I think. I will never pick Goddard there. No. I will pick Pitts and like ten other guys before Goddard there. Well, Pitts goes earlier. I know Pitts is like right. No, they're they're in that same thing too. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like I don't, I don't like Hollywood. <sighs> I might, see him with fantasy points per game. I can't, yeah, he finished like fifth in fantasy points per game. He had nine and a half. That, that's what I'm like looking for. I secretly like Burks a lot. <laughs> I like Montgomery. Yeah. So, but at that point too, it's like the eighth. But you can also, but I mean, if he's available in the eighth, there's no chance on passing up. Honestly, the seventh is gonna be really hard to pass him up. Um, but then and that, that's my kind of like that tight end range I like a lot. But it kind of depends. Would on you where try it works. to do a Jalen Hurts in the second, Goddard in the seventh, eighth stack? I would not hate that. I, I don't really think – I've been doing drafts. I can't do quarterbacks in the second round. It just does not work out. Yeah. I mean, um, I have it's, like, the best ball one. I've been considering it. But if it's not that, third round is, like, the first spot I feel like I could pick it. Or maybe, maybe Mahomes in the wheel of, like, if I'm, like, the second – like, first, second, third pick, maybe in one of those spots I'm grabbing them on the wheel before it swings around yeah. just in case to lock it up. If not, I'm waiting until more the end of the third round is where I'm, like, looking at some quarterback stuff. So just kind of depends how it works out. But I'm not looking for the stack. Like, I'm not going for the stack because I think if you're going for the stack, 
with Goddard being so low on the list, it's not a guarantee, and then you're kind of chasing some. Well, I'm not saying like you you don't have to chase it. I'm just saying if you're given the opportunity to do it, would you do it? I think in an auction you can make it happen. Yeah, I don't know. If I'm doing a deal, I would have a better chance of doing it if I grabbed AJ Brown in the second and swung back around and grabbed Jalen Hurts. I know that would be the better chance. I know that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, is if you had the all I'm asking is if you had the chance to do the Hurts Goddard. Quarterback tight end stack, would you do? If, you if do I it. had Hurts, I would grab Goddard. So okay. if that's all I was asking. Around, but I'm not, I'm not going for, for that, though. If you could do it for under, like, 22 bucks, would you do it? <laughs> for Goddard? No, for, like, the like, if you That combo, for, oh, for sure, I'd I mean, do it under 22. You're not getting Jalen Hurts. You're going to keep one of them, though, and then you're going to get one of them for under 20, like, roughly 20. That's how that's going to work in a keeper league, probably. Oh, okay. So I, I, I would do that. I was just league, like, yes. you're not getting Jalen Hurts for 20 bucks. I'm not. Yeah, like, no, I got him like, yeah, I think I got him around. I think I got Jalen Hurts and paying up 24, and I've got it. So that's like already a 35 combo. So, like, if I can get it under 30, I'd be like, yes, please. I got him do it for sure. <laughs> but, I think at auction you can make it happen. Like, pretty realistic. I think, yeah, auction, I think it'd be a lot easier to make it happen. I don't know if I want to, like, look for it, though. But it's like, if it fell into my lap, I'd definitely, like, consider it. So. Um, going on to number seven, there was actually Kittle and Goddard were tied. Um, the tiebreaker goes in ours to uh, whoever has the highest pick uh, gets the higher yeah. spot. Um, but then going into number seven, we got Evan Ingram. I got him at eight, Spencer at nine, and Mitch at four to really Ooh. just kind of bust this whole thing up. <laughs> I was going to say, once the top three went, it was a crap shoot. shoot. Yep. <laughs> Everybody was everywhere. Yeah, there's a big drop off. Like in tight, it gets really like I said. There's that tier one, um, tier like two and a half. Like it doesn't even go to tier two yet. It just goes to two, two and a half, and then yeah, and then you kind of get a whatever you kind of feel with it. Evan Ingram did have some good games last year. He did show some good potential there, but I don't know how much I trust it though. <laughs> That's kind of the boat I'm in, but I'll let Mitch take the floor because this is his man. Basically, I just I really like Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna throw for like. Probably like 10 to 10 more touchdowns. He threw 25 touchdowns last year. He's going to throw, like, I think he's going to throw roughly 10 more. He's going to add on. I can't remember the exact yardage I said. <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up. I did I this up you. last year. He had 766. Year. No, I was talking about Lawrence. Because that Lawrence is mainly the reason I like Evan Ingram. 25, 4,000 passing yards. Whew, that's a lot. Yeah, so I mean, I think he's going to put a couple hundred on there. And then I think the offense is just going to take a step forward. So mm-hmm. I think he has a little bit more touchdown upside. Because, I mean, ETN's not going to run that many touchdowns. Let's <laughs> no. be real here. No. ETN uh, just took a big drop in my draft board. Like, I should, Really? Yeah, he took a big drop. <laughs> uh, Tank Bigsby, bro! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he just took a huge drop. Yeah, I just, so, I, I, wait, I, sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but, like, when you say huge, huge drop, where, from where to where? Oh, uh, well, he went out, and I guess it's not a huge drop. He went from, he went from an RB1 to an RB2. But he dropped, he was a high, like he, was a, he, was a mid, he was a mid RB1 to, oh, a, like, okay. a, a mid RB2? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's, I'm just mid. curious. That's a joke. Uh, I really, I just quick think, spoiler. I really just think Evan Ingram's gonna get about. I could change my. No, I lied. He's only at thirteen. But, <laughs> but he was at like he was at seven or eight for me. So like, I mean, he dropped like five six spots. That's a big big spot. So honestly, I really just feel Evan Ingram is in a similar spot to T.J. Uh, Hawkinson. He's just a little bit worse and a little bit less consistent. Yeah. So to me, he's just a few spots lower, and in tight ends, it's not real crazy. So <laughs> he's gonna have a couple good games. Yeah. And, and that's what he had. He had, like, four really good games last year, and the rest we don't really want to talk about. I think he can have about six or seven good games this Ooh, year. Ooh, all right. <laughs> I, just, I, I, like the, I like the Jags as a team, and I think they'll just be a consistently good team this year. 
Where like last year they were, I feel like they were almost hesitant, and now it's like, oh, we actually know how to play football. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is actually good. All right, <laughs> yeah. let's go. I, I think with him, uh, he kind of got the injury stink off of him now. Uh, he had that for a long time, but I'm a little bit concerned with um, what Calvin Ridley does. I agree. And I think yep. is I, honestly Calvin Ridley's a deciding factor. Is Calvin Ridley sucks. Evan Ingram's gonna be really good. I think <laughs> that's fair. There could yeah. be a combination where they both work out. I think, yeah. but if realistically, elite, it hurts him a lot. I think, yeah. or not a lot, but like if Ridley's good, I think it's it's a very yeah, good. Yeah, Ridley's talent. a wide receiver one. I don't know how well the Engram pick's gonna work. Yeah, because the Kirk <sighs> still has that good connection there, but I, I think he's at a safe spot with it. Because um, my biggest concern with Engram is the competition of Ridley, Kirk, Zay Jones, and Etn, who are all gonna get their targets. Zay Jones does not really get that many targets. It was literally all one. I know, but I like Zay no, Jones. it was not all one week. It was had, pretty much all. One week. It was not all one week. He had a good like month, but it was. Uh, it, it was, was based, isolated for sure, but it was not just one game. It was based on, like, boom. Yeah. But I just think I'm just a little nervous because we've seen this from Engram in the past. He he wow. teases us with his potential of being a really good tight end. And once you get hyped and excited and he gives you hope, he just disappoints. Scotty is definitely going to eat his words about Zay Jones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me hear it. It was like, there's like four good weeks in there. He has 82 receptions for 820 yards. Oh, <laughs> So, yeah, but he had a 145, a 109. Those are the big weeks. No, no, but then, he's uh, saying he's getting a bunch of receptions. Like he's, uh, that, he got, is, that means he got targeted quite a bit. That is a lot more than I thought. It honest. was a lot more than I thought, too. Yeah. yeah. 121 targets is a lot. Yeah, and how much uh, – I'll look up Christian Kirk because I'm pretty sure Christian Kirk got 100 targets. Whew. Well, that really hurts the next thing I was going to bring up. I was going to be like, who else is going to catch stuff on this team other than those three? And then freaking Kirk had 133 targets, yeah. 1,100 yards. And now so. you're adding Calvin Ridley to this team. That just, I'm just a little nervous. Yeah, that's where I get there. Because I'm sure this, this name's going to come up when another tight end's name comes up. If you're going to say Evan Ingram, I'm going to lock him in as the third tar- like a third best target on that team. But he could jump up to if Calvin Ridley does suck. There's not a connection yeah, there. Yeah, but he could but also drop to like four and a he half. He could be four, yes. Because ETN's going to get a bunch of targets. And like, I think if he is the fourth target on that team, it's not going to be – you don't want that in tight end. Exactly. I think tight ends you want – like you want at least the second – you want the second or third at worst case. You try scenario. to do the best you can. If you go to four, it gets really ugly, and it gets that's where the inconsistency comes into play. But same concept, Evan Ingram does have that talent in him where he can get the big um, – I feel like Mitch's life is flashing before his time. <laughs> <laughs> Zay Jones facto is real annoying. That is a lot more than I thought. Did not look into the Zay Jones stat line yeah. before yeah. I thought about the no. I'm just like, guys, come on. Am I the only one who's no, this? I thought Zay Jones. Touchdown-wise, it was all one week. But. I really thought yeah. Zay Jones had like 400 yards, 500 yards. Just because completely he had like, not relevant. Because he had like a good month. <laughs> That's what I thought happened. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of like, I, I focused on him a lot more after he knocked me out of the playoffs. Well, we're where? We're where, Scott? So like. After that point, he went 14 yards, 24 yards, 21 yards. It's like he sucked, and I just didn't. Away. I didn't think about anything before that hey. at all. Um, <laughs> 820. So I'll take back yards. a little bit what I say about Zay Jones, but um, yeah. But Evan Ingram still kind of scares me a little bit. That's why I kind of have him at. More now too. As you say, you want to adjust your rankings at all? <laughs> nope, not live. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got him right now. Um, Next week when we do the, the revised tight end ranking. <laughs> yeah. So it does scare me a little bit, but I still have an eight. I think. Um, he after him, there's another kind of a good drop off to me. Um, he's in this next. Um, he's been my tier three guys. Tiers go up pretty quick in this tight end range. <laughs> like there could be four tiers in the top ten. Like it's just nice. how it works. Um, but going on to the next guy, uh, Evan Ingram's like five bucks for me. Um, I'm not spending any capital yeah, on him at all. I'm just gonna keep going. If I don't get him, like okay, 
Moving on to the next guy. Like, <laughs> next guy down the list. I won't even, like, t- there's not even a $10, like, tight end on my list. It goes from 15 <laughs> down to 5. Like, I don't even care. Like, at that point, I don't care who I get. I'm just going to grab somebody, like, cheap and move on. Um, going on to the next guy on our list, uh, it is David Njoku. I got him at 10, Spencer at 8, uh, Mitch at 7. Uh, honestly, David Njoku, just him getting injured get, like kills me there but like he when he's on the field he looks dangerous like he he's is insane he's really 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 good <laughs> yeah and like you know how i said there was the top tier of tight ends that kind of huge game is kittle and kelsey and then the next one was goddard <laughs> and joku's in that goddard tier he's because he can really do something with the ball in his hand he can do some pretty impressive stuff i'm excited for this if watson <laughs> plays good and joku is gonna destroy these rankings <laughs> yeah i mean joku like like I didn't say I don't think he's not better than um he's not he's not better than Amari Cooper but like he can get dangerous in the goal line if they really he's, start oh using he's him right. a weapon yeah he's probably the nastiest athlete like as far as his size and stuff like mm-hmm. he he's the biggest mismatch of a person yeah yeah and like he's his highlights talk about those highlights you don't look yeah. up T.J. Hawkinson highlights you look up David Njoku highlights because like he has a chance to compete to be the number two target like I know we got Elijah Moore we got DPJ. Uh, Cedric Tillman we just drafted, but like Njoku, especially this, with the stuff around the goal line, but he yeah. also has the potential to be the number two target. Yeah, so, I'm looking forward to that. That's where I think I think the goal line is where it's going to come down to with Njoku. Like I, I don't, I don't yeah, think midfield. He only had four touchdowns last year. Right, that's not a lot. Really cool though. Yeah, he's only had four every like every couple years with it too. But I think they have a chance to make that connection there. Um, and I do like it. I'm a little bit concerned with them. Um, injury actually wasn't that bad. He only missed three games last year. Yeah, it wasn't um, that bad. It sucked, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> he is not a good rushing tight end. <laughs> yeah, minus two yards last year. Ouch. He has... Uh, minus eight. Oh, yeah, he did say minus eight. Minus oh, four. yeah, he had a minus six yard in there, too. He yeah. averaged yeah, minus four. Yeah, oh, he has oh, minus, oh. He has minus yeah. six rushing yards for his career. <laughs> and a fumble. That's, oh, ouch. Oh, that's really fun. Didn't have the greatest end of the year, but that was after he came back from the injury. But no one did with the Browns because Watson did not have the greatest yeah, no, end of the year. Yeah. It's just you look at the front half and you're like, ooh, and then when you see the second half, you're like, ooh. Same thing with all the Browns. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Um, I'm a little bit little bit concerned with him, his like, consistency side of it, but I do really want Njoku on at least one of my fantasy teams. Like, I'm You're going to try to, but we live in Cleveland. So. So, <laughs> yeah. But I'm excited Sorry. for him. But again, he's still in that $5 range for me. Um, for what I'm gonna pay. I might up spend for. a couple bucks more, but that's probably it. That'd be yeah. It'd be the last draft of the season. Be like, do I want him that bad? Be like, maybe. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you look at the tight end. You're like, well, there's only really like one or two. I like. Yeah. Um, and he's not going. Where is he? He's in the eleventh round. Yeah, like, no, he he's a, in that round. He's like, not tight end wise. Tight yeah. End. So and like I said, tight I like uh, with, with tight end wise, I really look at like the most of the time I look just Tyler the eighth to tenth round. Yeah. So I don't really care. Um, where they go there. I'd probably grab Njoku in the 10th. Like, I wouldn't wait to the 11th for him. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I got him there. Uh, going on to number nine, we got uh, Darren Waller. I got him at 11, Spencer at six, and Mitch at nine. Um, yeah, I think Waller just kind of got me upset last year. I'm not going to lie. Really? A <laughs> um, tight end got you upset last year. Tell me and, more. And, um, I haven't heard about it yet. He's just on. I mean, he's on the Giants and stuff like that. Giants do just kind of just scare me overall. Uh, He's just in a weird spot, like just with everything. I'm kind of staying away from him. I I think he has a talent in there. Like we've seen him have some monster games, but 
if you like Darren Waller, you just that means just you love Daniel Jones. That's, That's not all. what that means. <laughs> that is exactly what that means. And that is Quit what... gaslighting that narrative, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, with Darren Waller, the reason I have him ranked so high is because he has the potential to be the number one target on his team. And only a couple tight ends have that possibility. That is very Has fair. he been hurt a lot? Yes. Is Daniel Jones his quarterback? Yes. yes. <laughs> but Are these Daniel Jones was confident enough to supply some targets to some players. <laughs> and now he has a wide receiver room, which I don't even know what the hell is happening in that they room. They have a lot of guys who could be good yeah. and might be all right. And that's, that's, you can kind of group Darren Waller into that group, but he plays a one-off position where the rest of them have to fight for the for he, the playing time. The one thing in his favor is he's also the only one above like five eight. So also that like he is he probably feels massive when they when he walks around the, the locker room like yeah. that because they just have a bunch of little fast guys, which is cool. Like the NFL is you know shrinking a little bit the wide receiver position, but like they need someone who's tall. Are they, are they just really? They're just going the opposite of Kenny Galladay. They're trying. Yeah, like, they're so scarred for Kenny Galladay. Like, we can never do that again. No, they're trying to imitate the Chiefs by yeah. getting all the small, fast guys, but it's not working. But, yeah, I just think... It's kind of working. I mean, they still got, like, 10 wins last year. Yeah, no, like, I mean, they were way better than I thought they would be. Like, it is kind of working, but it's not It's not working. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see this year. But, like, also, is Daniel Jones and Jimmy Garoppolo that different? I don't know. I really don't think they're that different. So it can't be like his quarterback situation got worse because if anything, it was just a neutral move. What what really comes down to it is it just it, if anyway. if he can do if oh if, right um, sorry wrong wrong white guy yeah. wrong <laughs> that's this year not last year right my yeah. bad my bad and there is a difference there but I don't know, if he just plays consistent <laughs> again but I don't see Daniel Jones getting like his Darren Waller's touchdowns could just be absolute garbage but if he does get hyper targeted that's gonna be very good for him but if he doesn't get the target. What are the odds he scores more than four touchdowns? 50-50. You cannot honestly say that's a 50% chance. I like the chance to get five. I think he can get to five. (laughs) I'd probably put it, I'd probably put the over under at like, uh, probably, the over under probably would be a three and a half. He really doesn't throw that many touchdowns. No, I really think, (laughs) dude, I told you. Yeah, he doesn't throw many, he rushes more than he does. He's not good. So, Mm. Man, what rushing happened, what happened to 2019 somewhere. Daniel Jones? That guy threw at least 24 touchdowns. Yeah. I wonder how many passing attempts he had then. It's right here. It's, um... No, not last year. Like, oh, that 2019. Year? I thought you were talking about the passing attempts yeah, this year. Yeah, you changed it to 2019. Yeah, I can just click on him. Um, yeah, he had 472 last year. Uh, that year he had, four, he had 459. He actually threw the most this year. That's insane. He's still... Wow, you, so you love Daniel Jones. This well, is no, this guy. was... I mean, that was his most passing yards of his career. Yeah. It's still only 15 touchdowns. I don't want to talk about the touchdowns. But I think he wasn't he way better at the end of the year. I don't know. Maybe that shows improvement. I don't, I don't think know. he was good at all. I think just <laughs> I think he just didn't turn the ball over that much. And yeah. It was like, oh my god, look at what happens when you just don't get negative points all of the time. Yeah, I, I mean that's fair. I can't yeah. really argue. Yeah, I mean, he has there's, there's stuff in there, sucks. but I'm not banking on a lot. I'm not banking on uh, their division stinks. Yeah. Man. Like, Daniel Jones is my last resort uh, quarterback, and, like, I'm not going to bank on any wide receiver. Yeah, it looks like he was in bed in the second half, but it wasn't by substantial enough. Mm-hmm. I just remember last year I told Mitch, I'm like, yeah, the Giants are, like, 7-4. and four. And he was like, you're lying. And I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, I, like, I watch football every week, and I'm like, that just can't be true. No, they're, they're playing, like, that strategy of football of, like, you have to beat us. Like, we're going to get you. They're the they're Steelers strategy, too. They're like, too. we're going to score you 20. We're going to get maybe. Oh, if, you, if you score more than 24 points, we're going to lose. Giants, or they have the. 
Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, oh, <laughs> wait. Did you say the division was tough or sucks? Sucked. I don't it's, think it's just Eagles. I mean, the Cowboys made the playoffs. So did the uh, Giants. That's what I'm but saying. saying. It's a tough they division. All three of them the make playoffs. the playoffs. They had three teams in the playoffs. What it are we talking NFC about? NFC stinks. Oh, you're just saying NFC is no, a whole. NFC stinks and they stinks. That division stinks. Like, unless the Cowboys are, like, really good this year. Like, Dak missed, like, half the year last year. Yeah, like, the like Cowboys were not, like, elite. Not missed, like, four games. And it was, like, Danucci or whatever. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they lost to him. They no, they didn't. Dude, what year are you thinking of? Anyway, their division's not that great. It's the best one in the NFC. What do you mean? <laughs> it's not a good division. I mean, in the NFC, like, well. It's I mean, probably the best in the NFC. The argument for the Niners. The Niners division is way better. I don't know, but way better. I don't think so. The Niners are a much better team. Yeah, apparently I mean, Seattle's yeah. the best team. I mean, you get the Rams, and aren't they? Cowboys won twelve Rams games last year. Yeah, like I, I don't know what your take is on this though. They're not a good division, but they didn't have a losing record. It's not a good division. They have to be the only division in the All conference that. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what. Uh, okay, Let's, I don't think that's, it's not that good of a division. Let's just move on to Friar Ruth then. Uh, Fryermuth, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a tough take, Mitch. Uh, a, what do you mean? It's the Eagles. The Eagles are good, and so are the Cowboys, and so the are the Cowboys Giants. Are fine. The Giants beat the, are fine the Giants the beat the Vikings in the playoffs. Like you can't just. I don't think the Vikings are good. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. They have the top teams like in the league, record wise. One, two, three, four, five, six, they seven, the Eagles, eight, nine, ten. They, they had three of the top ten records last year. And the NFC, okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The I, NFC stinks. That division's not that good. It's fine. Move on. Okay. Uh, we got Pat Firemuth next. I got him ranked at 7. Spencer at 11. Uh, Mitch at 10. Um, same kind of concept with Goddard. I just like the consistency. He's not getting you 10 points. He's getting you like the 7 points a week you're looking for. <laughs> so that's why I got it down a little bit more. But he's been consistent. And realistically, like he can be the number one target on that team. It's Kenny Pickett. He's not a good quarterback, but there has been talk about him this year. There has been some up talk with him, but I don't know if he's going to be the number one target. I was going to say there is no world where he gets. And what? Like one I ain't a, I'm not even a Deontay Johnson guy, but like he is not going to get out targeted by Pat Fryermuth. He had 98 targets last year. So like 140 yeah, by Deontay. Deontay, Deontay had, had a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And even he could be like the second. Like maybe he gets more than George Pickens. Like George Pickens might be a big play guy. But, uh, hey, they have Allen Robinson. I feel yeah, like Fry- down, and yeah, Pickens had 80, 84 there. So I feel like ten, t- top ten is just Fryermuth is like range. Like he's just like a dog. It's like it just doesn't like his his rookie year. Rookie tight ends don't do much. And mm-hmm. Big Ben was like his arm was literally donezo. Yep. And Pat Fryermuth still made noise. Still was good. Last year, Kenny Pickett was the worst, and Kenny and like Fryermuth was still like not that bad. Yeah. It's no. like he's just gonna be top ten. Right. No, I mean he, he finished. He finished, he finished eighth last year. I was gonna say tight end eight last yeah. year. Yeah, and that was with that's with two touchdowns. That's that's only with two touchdowns, and he had seven hundred yards. So I don't think I mean same concept. I don't think seven hundred yards and Ugh. four touchdowns is out of his range, and then that's already a tight end six, and then that's plus or minus Taysom Hill. So minus, minus. I refuse to believe he's gonna do anything. This so year. if you take away Taysom the, Hill, you take away Taysom Hill. He was tight end seven last year. I love like the top six targets. 150, 120, 80, 113, 13, 98 for the Taysom Hill. That's but, stupid. Sorry. Yeah, for him oh to get the same, like, basically to put it, have him to put up the exact same stat line last last year is not hard at all. 
Uh, I just got him to just be this consistent guy. I was going to say, I feel like it's impossible for him to do worse. Yeah. Uh, I would say the only way he does worse is if George Pickens. George Pickens can can take away, can be a, can be the man. So, like, he's the ability to take it, like, like it, 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 I just think if you want to choose Pat Frymuth to get 100 targets or, like, Pickens to get 100 targets, it's, like, for your team, it's probably better if Pickens get the targets, but it's just if he, like, evolves into that good of a player to get 100 targets. That's mm-hmm. the only thing I think could happen. His targets could go down, so that's something that could hurt him to me. It, it, it definitely it definitely could. I just got him at that just, I don't know. I don't think this is that hard of a thing to kind of pass up. If Kenny Pickett takes a little step, he can get this exact same stat line. He's going to finish at the seven mark. Uh, what if Pickens takes a bigger step? Like, what if Pickens takes a big step? Mm-hmm. Pickens Pickett takes a small step. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like Fryermuth is going to be the one who gets left in the dust if Pickens makes a step up. I don't know how much of the dust is going to be just in the tight end realm of things. Like that's it's going to be this. That's what I'm saying. Like this could be like this or a little bit worse. Like if he gets 90 targets and he's at like 700 yards in the same t- like four touchdowns then. That's something that's that's easy. better though. That, 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 if he gets seven hundred, loses yards and targets. If, if he gets seven hundred instead of seven thirty-two, like that's what we're gonna. Yeah, go. but then you're, he's losing. He's losing like ten targets, so he's gonna lose probably like five receptions. Which I mean, it's not a, ridiculous, but like sometimes like I don't know how much he's going to go up. I mean, your top ten range I think is very accurate with him there, like too. Um, I, I do agree, like top ten there. I'm gonna take the consistency factor. Um, which is kind of my move with tight ends is the consistency factor versus getting zero. Because right. my, my question is about Pickens, though. Like, well, I think Pickens can't. Afraid think. of Pickens at all? I, I'm not afraid in guys, this realm. Guys, what the about Allen Robinson? George Pickens. Yeah, I'm not afraid of Allen Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a this I've would be the Allen, this would be the Al Robinson thing just to kind of just to just screw go up. off the sheer. Like, what just the heck happened? Screw like, up what? all options besides Deontay and just be like, hey guys. Yeah. Now, I think Deontay's the one that could get screwed up by Allen Robinson. But I think Deontay's pretty No sick. one's getting screwed up by De- Allen Robinson. No, that's what I'm <laughs> But I think if anyone gets screwed up by Allen Robinson, uh, it's uh, – or it gets screwed up by Allen Robinson, it's going to be Deontay. But I don't agree. Deontay's the other guy, too, that's just like a weird spot. Like, yeah, you give him a couple touchdowns and say, like, oh, who's up? But How many yards do you think Pickens had last year, Scotty? I think I looked it up. I think it was like – isn't it like – it's like 650, like 700. Yeah, 600. 800. He had 800, 800. Yeah. on 52 receptions. Okay, big plays. Yep. That's what I'm so, saying. So it's like if he steps up a little, if he got the, let's say he got 1,100 yards. Mm-hmm. Man, I had him in the league, and I feel like he pl- he had that one catch and played off that one catch the rest of the season. <laughs> He's done a few highlights, like very strong highlights. That was yeah. yeah. The Eagles 11, I, I just don't think 700 yards for him is that. I don't think it's 702 or like maybe negated a little bit. So give him 600 yards, but I don't think four touchdowns out of the range. So I think he's in that exact same ballpark. He put, <laughs> he finished at the eight, seven mark last year. So I think worst scenario, worst, worst case scenario is finishing top 10. I do have him ranked, I think at the ceiling. So I have him ranked at seven. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably as high as he's so, going to get. Uh, without negating any injuries, but from other people. <laughs> I, just, I, I knew Kenny Pickett didn't throw that many touchdowns last year. Nope. Seven. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was under ten, but I'm like, damn. And Fryermuth is well. We kind of we talked Fryermuth about all the other like guys. Everyone we talked about, he's the he's my last guy that we're talking about. That's gonna be five dollars. After this, it's down to a dollar. Like it's just whatever tied. Oh, I didn't get a guy. Like so, yeah. My last guy is Waller's the last guy I'm paying for. And after Waller, it's gonna be just whatever ha- falls in my lap. <laughs> like I don't care at that point. Yeah, um, it, yeah, it's it's gross. <laughs> We're in the gross zone. In the same concept, yeah, t- 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 like ninth, tenth round picking them. Yeah. So. Um, 
Going on to the next guy on our list is uh, Cole Komet. I got him ranked at uh, 9, Spencer at 15, and Mitch at 12. Um, I'm not – I just feel like I, I was going to see him a little bit higher on your guys' list, especially just, with Mitch being into uh, Justin Fields. I don't like Justin Fields because he's really good at passing. Yeah, no, he likes to more rush. I just – I'm just – I ain't with it this year. Like last year, he gave us all the hype, and then they just refused to use him. So I – I don't really see it changing with them adding DJ Moore. Like so, basically, Cole Komet and uh, I was looking at the numbers, and uh, Kyle Pitts were in a very similar boat where it's like neither of them had very catchable targets. It was thirty-two and thirty-one, yeah. <laughs> so it's like not accurate. not great target wise. And Cole Komet did have seven touchdowns, which I was pretty surprised at. So I'm kind of happy about that. I think that could be a stickier thing, like something you can not rely on but be hopeful for. It's just these yards, man. Like I can't. I'm There's not the counting. yards and the 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 catches. The most catches he had was in a game was five. Okay, that is also tough. <laughs> like that's not. Yeah, yeah so, he never got targeted more than seven. But I I did see how they're using him on the goal line, and I really liked yeah, how they I mean, used him on the goal he's line a there. Touchdown dependent tight end, so I, I ain't gonna. It just it's, for Justin Fields, who didn't throw a lot of touchdowns. I ain't gonna bank on that. Yeah, so I, I like him. I like that it feels like he made things happen. Like we, I feel we all feel like he had a bad season and he had seven touchdowns. So it's like that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. That saved him. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like, I think that could be a hopeful thing for him. I, I really, when you he had five hundred forty four yards. Like we can't, we gotta have a little more than that. Like, and I don't know how much more he's gonna get. With I mean, you remember how he started, right? Like he went goose goose. First I'm aware two weeks. of what happened. He was on my team, <laughs> and it's like, and just they, didn't, I mean, they didn't let Justin Fields do anything the first like four weeks. Like they were terrible. So, like, I, I don't know how much Justin Fields is going to pass, like, successfully. And I don't know how much is going to go to him over DJ Moore and, like, Mooney. Like, I would say Mooney and DJ Moore are probably better pass catchers. Yeah. No, no, that. definitely touchdown, definitely touchdown dependent yeah. uh, tight end there. So, but, like, I do like him. I think he's got he's going to be connected with Fields for a little bit, at least for another year or two. What are you looking at? Why? There's, like, three players at the bottom of the rankings. I feel like two of them would be in our top, like, 15 at least. With Chig and Greg Dulcich, and they're just at the bottom of the list. Like, no, you have to keep scoring way down. Because I was looking for my 13th ranked tight end, and I could not find him. Yeah, I actually don't know what happened. Let's, uh, let me go adjust that really fast. Yeah, and see sorry. I was just like, because I figured we were going to do a, who's your last, like, target? Like, just throw these guys in there, and I'm just like, well. Yeah. I don't know where see. my tight end 13 is. Yeah, I actually don't know what happened with that. Yeah, but... And the last point on Komet, I just, yeah, like I said, I like Fields a lot this year. Don't really love his weapons, so I ain't, I ain't about to draft his tight end. I'll take a chance elsewhere. Uh, that's still good there. I'm just checking to see if anyone else got changed. We talked about David Njoku. Oh, Chig got moved up ahead of Cole. Oh, yeah, so we, Chig would go up, so we can bring him up as, uh... Yep. We can bring him So technically, uh, error on our uh, calculation part. Um, yeah, that's all. That's only. Uh, it's really only. Oh, yeah. Uh, one other guy got adjusted too, but we haven't talked about Chig. him. Yet. Yeah. I knew I forgot my number eleven tight end. <laughs> yeah, he's my number ten. I'm like, where is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that did seem that, that is I weird. Like, I'm not where? sure what happened. Um. All right. So that's all good there. Now we're now we're back in the right spot. Uh. And yeah, Irv goes down. <laughs> Big Irv. He always goes down. Yeah, I was gonna say I've been waiting five. I I feel like I've been waiting ten years for him <laughs> for him to be good, and he just never does it. This will be the year. I, after they finally gave up, he'll finally do it. Now he's Joe Burr. Joe Burr. But uh, while Scotty's doing that, I guess we'll just go with Chigakonquo. 
Yep. Speaking yeah, I got him ranked at 14, uh, Spencer at 10, Mitch at 11. Speaking of someone who's going to be the number one target on their team. Uh-huh, yep. <laughs> the analytics, like, I don't know all the al- an- analytics, but, like, they love him. Yeah. Like, I've heard people, they, I've heard people gush all these random numbers over <laughs> that I, I really should have looked into, but they're really confusing. But, yeah, they really, really love him. Yeah, it's just he he really dominated like the second half of the year. And I say dominated. It's dominated for a tight end, so it's probably not as great. And a rookie tight end. And a rookie tight end. Yeah, I mean, that's solid for a rookie tight end. That's not that – wow. A lot of one catches. a lot. A lot of one catches. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see, like, let me see just even the last three games played. One, three, and three. Yeah, you want me to uh, – Chig was at – 32 yeah. for last three games played and last six games uh he was 13 yeah but he like, had to go to 36 but like mitch game. said it was a rookie tight end he showed promise uh it's him and Traylon burks and no one else so and they're i don't think they're gonna be a very good team so they're gonna have to throw to catch up and, and he's gonna division, be a part yeah. of it and that I, division is actually bad yeah so I do. So you admit it? No, I don't talk about. I uh, no, I do. I, I do agree with the pass, but like whenever I see like you got a pass to catch up, I don't think of tight ends. Like really, the pass. If you to need catch a up, quick eight to 10, 12 yard catch. Like, when I'm playing, you're playing catch up. I feel like you're needing touchdowns, and you're not playing these little like short pass games. And I'm watch, not gonna lie, I did just you think, watch Austin Eckler when they were down any game last year. He caught six to eight yard catches every play. Yeah, but I think with the running backs, it's a little bit different because I think running backs have the better chance to break a big one than a tight end. Like tight, tight ends, ends are changing. That's the thing. This I, is a, he's a newer end of the tight end. He's a newer uh, yes. athletic style. So tight ends like the old. I, I agree with you. Like I, it's not necessarily an old mentality, but it's like I don't necessarily think of tight ends immediately either. But I do think they are more of part of that now. Like they're like he's he is their second best athletic like. It's Traylon Burks and him are the best two athletes catching the ball. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry's the best player, mm-hmm. but you're not going to throw to him all the time. So. Which I honestly thought he was going to get traded this offseason. I did not think he'd be a tight man. I'm kind of upset he didn't. Be I cool. am too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm not going to put any of my eggs in the Titans basket. And I do Derek not Henry blame Burks. you for that. So Tra- Traylon Burks, he's been falling in an, like, an okay spot. I I, I'm okay with it. He's, dude, he's falling. Where, yeah, where, where Traylon Burks is going, I'm okay with it, but I'm not grabbing. Um, He's an eighth round. I don't even think I'm grabbing a. I'm not grabbing the second, or technically it'd be a third option. Derrick Henry running is one, but I'm just. I don't trust the t- tight ends at all. I mean, Chig is a thirteenth round pick. You just pick him. He if he sucks after two weeks, you drop him. Pick up the next guy. He's just one of those tight ends. By the way, Derrick Henry is like in the end of the first, and I've been drafting him, and it feels awesome. Yeah, I mean, I got him in the second last year. <laughs> I have him You're going a little bit later than that too. Well, but. it was a keeper league, and like a lot of picks were in. It was weird. But. That was very weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not putting any. Uh, I'm not putting any like hope into it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong on it. I don't feel like he's gonna. He's never. He's not gonna burn me with it. Uh, I think he's yeah, like, I don't think he's gonna be the fifth tight end this year. I don't think Chig's gonna make you be like I regret yeah. saying all that. So I got. I got him. <laughs> I, I got him ranked a I, I got him ranked kind of low, but to I mean, be not, completely honest with you, not that after low. twelve, I don't really care about that ends. So after about eight, I don't super care. No. There's like, yeah. there's two guys on that list that I like. I kind of, I kind of like, but like it's just for the fact that um, I, I'll bring it up later. But yeah, after yeah, so, ten tight ends, like I'm like, yeah, I'm out. It's really so, yeah. just shots. Yeah. So yeah, Jig's eleven, and then Cole Clement is uh, is twelve. Um, kind of wrapping off just a couple other guys just to kind of um, wrap up the show. 
Uh, we had Dalton Schultz at uh, 13. Uh, again, it's, it's a Texans dude. He could be. He looked really good in Dallas, but like I don't know how much I, I want to trust not, it right away. Stroud but. might be okay. Stroud's not going to pass for enough. But you're like, I got Schultz. Yeah, and we don't know like if he tends to throw to wide receivers, running backs. We have no idea. Yeah, they so. could be very testosterone heavy too. But I think he could. Yep. Yeah, I got him ranked. It said 12, 12, and 13. I, he he That's had a chance to be respect. top 10 guy. Like, I don't think I'm going to draft Dalton <laughs> Schultz anywhere, but like, he I'm like, he's it. been too good for too long for me to rank him outside of tight end one. He's a good so, player. Yeah. So I feel like that's there too. Uh, Greg Dolchich, um, this really depends on with, um, this really depends with. Dude, uh, did you hear, <laughs> there's a there's a minute chance that, uh, what's the backup's name in Denver? Is Tim it? Patrick's. That's no, no quarterback. backup he's quarterback. Like oh. <laughs> it was played in the, uh, the uh, hang on, I'll find his name. I have heard the uh, Drew Locke. No, no, he's a Seattle guy. <laughs> he's no, he played for the Raiders last year. Um, Jared oh, Stidham. Stidham, that's his name. <laughs> There's a potential chance Stidham is out playing Russell Wilson in training camp. There's like that's that is floating out. Yeah. It might be fake news, but that is floating in the ether. Pete Carroll's Hall of Fame thing is just looking better and better, like by the second. If Jared Stidham is outplaying Russell Wilson. <laughs> you cannot draft any Denver Broncos player. <laughs> yeah, that would drop. That would, that would make uh, that would be Court and Sutton might drop to ninety. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Uh, but that yeah. is that is getting thrown out there. Like yeah. I'll still draft a running back, maybe. But even then, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Dolcich did all right last year as a rookie on that team. Like he shouldn't have done anything, and he definitely was like, he was respectable in uh, fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but yeah, it, it, it's gonna be. <laughs> That would be very diff- difficult for me to put any eggs in his basket. Yeah. My, literally, this is just going to come down. He'd be a quick guy to kind of get changed. But <clears throat> you'll know – I think you'll know by week three yeah. what oh, yeah. the Broncos are about. Yep. Oh, and I like. I think I have – he literally has the Sean Payton uh, just boost. When are they going to trade for Taysom Hill? <laughs> I'm shocked. They they <laughs> traded for Troutman over Taysom. Taysom's got to be like, hey, man, what the heck? Yeah, yeah Taysom Hill on like a trade just sounds so funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, they, the Saints – could actually get decent compensation for him from, from the Broncos <laughs> because Sean Payton loves this man. Like for I any other see... team, for any other team, it would be a seventh round pick. Be like, okay, fine. If I was the Saints, I would try to trade him to the Broncos, and then I would just tell Bill Belichick, "This is what we're selling him for," and then he would just be like, "I feel like that." I'll give you one. a second rounder. Yeah, and it's just like this random person, Bill Belichick. Like, you know what? I like him. Yeah. Um. Some other guys. Um. Some other guys. I want. Obviously, with Zach Ertz, I mean, he's out for a couple like a couple weeks with it all. Um, I, I think when he comes back, he could be a better guy to play. I just can't. I can't. Get, I can't but again, be, I can't be behind this. But I am. I, I don't know what's going on with the Cardinals this year. Like, I, Cardinals, it's a dumpster fire. Cardinals could go 0-16 or 0-17 this year. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised well, about it. It, it is. The, the vibes are bad. Like, man. the only thing that can save them is that Kyler Murray can end up just going off when he comes back. But, like, this could be. Kyler can probably Kyler could be, win be dead. at least two games by himself. That's all I'm about to get. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't like that at all. So, I don't like Zachary. Dude, do you think out. he's going to be a Cardinal next year if they are that bad and they draft Caleb Williams or whatever that guy's name is from USC? No, I don't think. Did they, did they pay him yet? I think no, they did. They, 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 no, they, 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 I think they paid him. I look it up. Honestly, it's just like how long does Kyler even play? Yeah, no, he doesn't seem like he's gonna be in the league that long. No. Yep, they I, paid him. It seems like everyone is. Oh, like, yeah, everyone, no one's buying that. No one's buying that. It's just like everyone's really into him playing. I don't even know if Kyler plays this year because he's small. He's like if he slides, like if he's not like 
100% faster than you. Like, he's playing at a massive risk, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he'll, he'll definitely get another – he's definitely going to have another shot, if, even if it's not this year. Um, but, again, I do think that they're going to move on with Kyle I think they might just eat the contract and just move on. Like, they're going to eat a good chunk oh, of it and know, just – They're going to try to fight Jacobs. So, somebody. Just just a forewarning, Kyle's going to turn 26 in, like, two weeks. There's going to be so many memes about how tiny he is in, like, two weeks <laughs> on the internet. So, but, yeah, but yeah there's a little bit – They can't get out of that contract until 28. But yeah, he's gonna be a Viking. But yeah, they go. If they get Caleb Williams, like he he's gone. Like they're you're not getting oh, yeah. the first pick and not going with Caleb Williams. So um, and you're not not starting him. So I don't see I feel, any yeah, likely thing. I just feel like Kyler's like whatever. I don't care. I'll play video games. Yeah. Like he just yeah. doesn't look he's like he money. cares. Yeah. No, that's what I, I don't feel like he yeah, cares that much either. So that, that's kind of the weird part about him. But there's gonna be some team that's just gonna like. Especially we if the Cardinals eat the well, no, I just oh, I think especially the Cardinals eat the contract. Dude, he's um, he's gonna be a Raider, so he's gonna be a Raider, and you know it. He's gonna be a Viking. He's gonna be a Raider because the Vikings already want they want to move on from Cousins for Fields. Well, the Raiders, are, if Jerry Garoppolo's foot gets hurt, they don't even have to pay him a contract. So, oh my God, I forgot we got this. <laughs> yes, I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen with that, but he's he's a guy that um, midseason could look good, and then. Um, there's also with uh, the Bills with uh, Dalton Kincaid, the guy they just drafted. Yeah, like he, I think he has People, some potential uh, in there, but I, it's again, it's a rookie tight end situation. It's a dark you don't really throw. do it that much. My issue is, it's just like we've really been looking for a second, some more value on the Bills. Yeah, we just it's just not happening. Yeah, it's just really been Diggs and Josh Allen for like <laughs> three years now. I was like, I'm kind of tired of just. Like, That's I'm how tired like, of throwing the dart. Like I'm you, just gonna let it happen. Okay, I know we're running long, but like, are you in on James Cook this year? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not like. Well, I'm what, 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 what's considered in on him? Like, well, I got him ranked in like thirty, but yeah, I'd rather just take Damian Harris in like the Ugh. end of the. Because it's like, see, see, I'm just like I'm over. Like we've been trying to get the the Bills running back, and it, the Bills running back has just not been good for three years, and I'm kind of over it, it. And like I was the James Cook guy last year, but I'm over it. I don't hate. I don't know. I don't, and there's a lot of hype for them you. this year, but we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll kind of can talk about it more on like the running back show with it. Yep, but yep, yep, yep. Um, the other weird tight end I wanted to bring up was Tyler Higby got 108 targets last year. Yeah, dude, he's gonna get a lot of targets, <laughs> and it's like, and he's gonna be the number two. Yeah, he's gonna be the number two. It's a distant number two from Cooper Cup, but he's gonna be the number two. <laughs> and it's like I, I just feel like it's so many targets. Like, how did he do so little? Because the Rams were a dumpster fire last year too. Yeah, that was the only name I really wanted yeah, to bring that's, up. Yeah, no, really... he's, a, he's, a, he's the last kind of, like, big name. He said, you got Gerald Everett, too, but he's just I was going to say, Gerald Everett's the only other name I thought about bringing up, but, like, he's he's the epitome of, like, here's six points a week. <laughs> we just have all these tiers of guys yeah. that get you eight. Ten, eight, six. <laughs> yeah. Touchdown. He, yeah, I think Jared Everett's, like, one of those guys <laughs> that you're, like, you're hoping that he's available on your bye week, and you're, like, thank you. Like, I mean, just exactly. put him in there, and, like, let's hope something good happens. If not, nothing else, but... Yeah, the tight ends. There's a huge drop off. Like a- after uh, like twelve, I think there's a giant drop off. Yeah. Um, and even after like there's a drop off after they said there's a big drop off. Like one through three, you have a drop off, but like still climbable with a couple people. And then after th- after six, it's like pfft, just shoots down. <laughs> it's just like now you're looking for. Do you want to go your tight end? Do you want to go your your big game route, or do you want to go your consistent route? I lean. I think we end the show. I, I'm gonna lean. I always lean consistency. What, what, really? You're gonna pick a tight end. You're gonna go big game or consistency. Um. I, I want to be like both, but I can't say that. I'd rather take 
I'd rather take the shot on the big plays because I can feel like I can find a guy who can get me eight points off waivers yeah, like each it. week. Like, you could stream it and get points. If there's any sort of draft capital or if I have to pay up at all, I'd much rather them be able to have a big game. Well, I'm talking about starting every week. You have your tight end in your roster. It doesn't matter if you've got them off the waivers or what are you, what are you oh, looking for. Oh, you're just like, saying just in, general. in general. Are oh. you looking for consistency? I mean, if you are you looking for. guarantee me like eight and a half points every week for my tight end, that would be awesome. Oh, no. I want the big plays. I want my tight end to win me the week. Tight ends aren't. They're not a positional advantage because they, like, they not, can though. be. They can be. They're just not. Potentially. They're not because it's like you're just. All Guys, you're when I have my tight end segment just, this year, it all changed. They're just not because <laughs> when I look at the team, I'm putting my Justin Jefferson against your Kelsey. It's not like all it is is just it looks different on the freaking screen. It's just it's your tight end is now. Your, yeah, my wide receiver is three. Is the now wide receiver has a more end. likely outcome to catch a pass for 90 yards and a touchdown. That's all it is. Kind of. That's all it is. Some of them. Yep. But then there's people who Jawan Johnson who caught seven touchdowns last year and like we don't eight, t- Jawan like Johnson is the most t- reception. It's the enigma. We don't talk about him. But there's plenty of those at tight end. Hunter Henry. We almost don't talk about him. He yeah. almost won. Like Hunter Henry was like, I I'm shocked you didn't bring him up, Scotty. I'm shocked you didn't bring up Jawan. I don't Johnson. want him at all. He's almost. Scotty does not like Jawan. <laughs> well, especially after Frost and went back there too. Now. Yeah. I don't care about that at all. But uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, once again, I'm Scotty. I'm Mitch. And I'm Spencer. And we'll see you guys next week.